Welcome to the Boat Prep High School Football Coaches Show. Today's show is brought to you by Clawson Group Realtors, local real estate sales, investment, and property management. We treat your home like it's our own. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show, Kyle Reynolds and Pope Prep Head Coach, Brian Sneed. Welcome into the inaugural 2023 season Coaches Show. I'm Kyle Reynolds, joined by Coach Brian Sneed in his second year here at the helm. Coach Sneed, Friday night, a little tough uh, tough loss coming out. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, though, last year's team, your first team, how you go from what was a very uh, experienced team to what you've got this year and, and what happened this summer. Yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously we came out um, against a tough East Nashville team this uh, the first game of the season, and, and I think our youth and experience showed. Um, last year we graduated 21 seniors. Uh, majority of those guys either started or, or had uh, major roles on our team. And, uh, and this year we have, we have five returning seniors. Um, so, you know, it makes it a little bit tougher when you only have a, a few guys that have seen um, – seen action on Friday nights or significant minutes on Fridays uh, because it, there's nothing that can really prepare you for it. Even when you go through uh, scrimmages, uh, when you go against scout teams and practices, the speed is not the same, the, the environment, the energy is not the same. Um, and so we, we had to learn on Friday night what it was like playing in a Friday night football game. We, we probably only have about four or five returning starters uh, from last year's team. So, you know, all the preparation from the summer and, go, and leading up to it has been a little bit slower than what we've done in the past. When you don't have, as an experienced group, um, you have to make sure that they understand the basics, uh, make sure that they are progressing the right way so we're not skipping over anything. We're not uh, trying to throw too much at them um, to where, you know, when guys aren't playing fast because they don't understand the, the schemes or the concepts uh, because they don't have enough experience running those, um, then they're going to play slower. Uh, they're going to be a little more uh, timid. And so this summer, we tried to really slow that down to try to, you know, install um, at, a, at a, a rate that we thought, you know, could get us um, to a point where we're going to start seeing some success on the field and, uh, and really start kind of talking about, okay, how do we mentally prepare? Preparation is not just that practice. It's all, all the things that we do um, outside of that. So we've started some mental preparation where we take a few minutes before every practice and, and visualize plays and, and visualize, um, you know, success that we're going to have. We take a few minutes after every practice and, and kind of write down our, our thoughts on things we did well during the practice or during the game, um, things we want to improve on, and then what steps we can take to improve. So just teaching these guys that preparation is not just practicing physically on the field, but there's all kinds of, of different sorts of preparation and and uh, you know we're getting we're getting better at that each day. And one of the cool things that that you do uh, and you all have helped start here that is now going into all the athletic programs uh, are your virtues of the week. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you have now this year started to share with other coaches throughout. Talk a little bit about what you do, what virtues of the week means. You can talk about this week's virtue of the week and how you present that to the team and how that helps them grow as young men, not only on the field but off the field. Yeah. So you know our school is, is kind of. Uh, had a big push on really emphasizing what the mission of our, our school is and, um, you know, to prepare our students to be strong in mind, body, character, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So that kind of holistic view that you talked about. Um, and we talk a lot about in our program um, the difference between 
perishable crowns and imperishable crowns, um, like St. Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 9.25, and talks about how athletics and, and the, the, the physical realm and those things, you know, those are all perishable. Eventually that fades. So, so what are the things that are going to be lasting, that are going to be imperishable? Um, and we think kind of building our, our character, building our virtues, um, you know, all the things that, that we think are going to last much longer than football. Uh, so what we've done, we, we partnered with uh, Virtue Equals Strength, um, our athletic department has to where, you know, they provide us resources. They kind of set a plan for us on um, preparing our coaches to talk about different virtues each week. Uh, we've talked about, uh, I think the, the first, first virtue was resilience. Uh, we've talked about discipline. Um, this virtue uh, of this week, we're talking about dedication, um, which is the, the strength to um, continue on in one's purpose and direction. And, it, you know, it, it comes at a good time for us, you know, coming off of a week one loss, um, how dedicated are we to continue with our, our path of, of what we call choosing the shield, um, of continuing the, the preparation of the, the process to continue to get better? Because a lot of times when you have a setback like that, um, you, you, you can become less dedicated. You can, you can be frustrated. You can be upset. You can kind of, well, the things that we were doing weren't working, so let's just kind of reel back a little bit. I mean, we're trying to encourage our guys to, hey, make sure that you are staying dedicated to the process. Um, you know, it's been proven to work over the years, and we're going to continue to to do that. So, what's good about Virtue Eagle Strength is it's not just contained to the football team. Um, all of our uh, fall sports right now are talking about the same virtues. So, our volleyball team is talking about dedication. Um, our cross country team, our soccer team. So, we're That's all. Not good about that golf team. The golf <laughs> team, yeah. All, all the fall sports, probably probably one of our better teams, actually. <laughs> Um, all of our sports are talking about dedication and, and kind of what that means in, in their realm. Um, and so it kind of is it's uniting us as an athletic program. And it's uniting us as a school to, um, to get people to understand, like, this is more than just about, you know, the, the wins and losses, stats and accolades. Sure. It's, it's about creating young men and women that are going to be strong in, in mind, body, character, and spirit. So let's get a little bit to the game on Friday night. Uh, one of the unique things is you had to put a freshman quarterback out mm -hmm. there. You know, this school has been blessed the last few years with quarterback play. Kenny Menchie, four-star, goes to Notre Dame. You had him last year. Last year, though, did help you a little bit prepare for having to put someone brand new into situation when, when Kenny got injured during the season yeah. and was basically out for the season. Talk a little bit about what how you prepare your freshman, what you saw out of him that you liked, and areas that he can grow for game two. Um. So yeah, he's got a tough act to follow, right? <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're a freshman um, coming in, you never played a Friday night game. Uh, you're following a four-star quarterback that get, that goes to Notre Dame, um, and so he's still learning and progressing. He's he's going to be a, a really good football player, and he's he's getting closer every week. Um, at the start of the summer, we weren't sure that he was going to have a chance to even compete. Mm -hmm. um, he continued to improve throughout the summer. Um, and, and showed us that, you know, he's got the talent. Um, he understands uh, where the ball needs to go. And now it's, a, now it's uh, all about just getting the repetitions, um, seeing everything so that he can make decisions a little bit faster. Um, and he, he threw some good balls. Um, you know, it might not show on the stats. You know, a couple, a couple of good balls he threw uh, were unfortunately dropped. Um, a couple, he, he made some, some freshman mistakes that mm -hmm. ended up being big plays for, for East. Uh, you know, you look on the stats and you see a couple of pick sixes and, and it wasn't just a freshman mistake. It was sure. a moment of, you know, Hudson throwing the ball at a moment where he probably shouldn't have, but also 
you know, we had some other things going on on our offense that, that could have helped him out uh, on those moments too. So it was, you know, it was a total team effort. Um, and getting him to understand the speed of the game, sure. which I think <clears throat> seeing it now live for the first time is only going to make him better. And then, uh, and then putting him in situations to have success. You, when you have a four-star quarterback, um, you can do a little bit more offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can throw in a lot of stuff at that guy because he's going to be able to process it. He's going to be able to, to know quickly where the ball goes. So we have to reel back a little bit on, sure. on the offensive side to make sure that, that we're all on the same page and, and can uh, get the ball where it needs to go. And two bright spots Friday night. <clears throat> a young man that probably enjoyed an ice bath on Saturday was Elijah Robb. Mm-hmm. 30 carries, 106 yards, a touchdown, had the first touchdown of the year for the Knights. Yeah. Um, and Xander Palmer on the other side of the ball had seven tackles, seven total tackles, I believe. Uh, one tackle for loss, four unassisted, or unassisted tackles. Talk just briefly about the two of those guys and their play on Friday night. Yeah, so both of them, both of them stepped up on either side of the ball. Um, Elijah knew coming in, you know, he's one of our seniors, uh, a, a smaller senior class, that he's going to have to step up his game for us to be successful. Uh, we're going to have to lean on him running the football. I think we showed that with with 30 carries, um, and you know. We were able to control the ball in the first half. I think we had a drive that lasted six or seven minutes mm-hmm. in, that, in that second quarter because we were able to uh, get him going in the run game. Um, and then Xander Palmer, uh, another guy that didn't see a ton of minutes. He showed some special teams last year and, and got in due to injuries a few times last year on the defensive side. Um, but he was a bright spot defensively. Um, he had seven you know, um, solo tackles, four assists, so 11 total, a tackle for a loss. Um, you know, he made tackles on special teams. He made tackles on defense. You know, just the effort that he was displaying is, is stuff that we need uh, for us to be for us to be su- su- successful. There you go. All right, when we come back, Coach is going to break down a few plays, and we're going to talk with the new head of school, Dr. Eric Chittle. So Clausen Group Realtors, we're a small niche shop, and, um, you know, we help people buy and sell their properties. We're involved with people when they buy and sell. Uh, they're not just a number. I'm a buyer specialist. All I do is help people find their next perfect home. And I'm in homes every day. Uh, if I'm not showing, then I'm previewing so I know what's out there on the market. Uh, the experience with Matt and uh, his group here at Clawson Realty was amazing. Uh, it was very much a family environment. It was very professional. It was incredible. I feel like we made friends for life. So if you uh, need to sell a home or buy a home, uh, our website is www.colossiangrouprealtors.com. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's gonna be our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your past to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out he's competent he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Welcome back and now we're going to turn it over to Coach Sneed and let him do what he does best by breaking down some of the plays from last week's game. 
So we'll start with one of our, our defensive plays here. And, and uh, you know, consistency was a little bit of an issue for us defensively last week. So I want to show you kind of what, what we're looking for uh, defensively. So East Nashville, it's second and 10 right here. They're, they're up seven in the first, uh, first half. You know, they're marching to try to score again. Uh, and they're just running a, a, a basic, what we call a power play. Um, so in a power, you have the, the fullback here is going to try to kick out our end. He wants to kind of wall him off and not let him get inside into the running lane. And then you'll have a backside guard that's pulling up inside for the linebacker. Um, so what we are trying to do is not allow uh, this fullback to kick out our linebacker or defensive end, whoever's in that, in that position right there. And so what we do is we, we have a, what we call a spill technique where we're going to try to get inside of that block to try to force this running back to either bounce outside uh, on, on either side there. So you'll see right here, this is Jack Patterson, number 22, coming off the edge right here. And he's getting inside that block right there. You can see they're trying to run right up the A-gap right here. And we're doing a good job of spilling, making this running back kick out, or bounce out to the outside. So he's trying to get vertical up inside. He has to now bounce out to the outside here. And then we have our, our outside linebacker, Jackson Vonnehar, coming up, playing a good cutback position right there to get a tackle for, for no gain. So we end up going from a second and 10 to a third and 10 in a big moment of the game, all right, because we're doing a good job of spilling and getting to the football on our cutback position, wrapping up. And that's what we need to see more of our defense, um, fitting out the run gaps uh, effectively, more consistent on that this, uh, this next week against Father Ryan, and that'll help us slow down their offense as they continue on. Offensively, so this is the exact same play, so a power, uh, is a play that virtually every offense has in their playbook. So we're going to do the same thing that East just did. We're going to take our fullback and kick out their defensive end. We're going to pull our backside guard and wrap him for the linebacker. And you, we're going to get a double team right here by our tackle and our left guard and double team uh, that three technique out of there. And we do a good job on the double team. We'll see them drive him out. So we, we're pushing this three technique back about five or six yards, which is a great, great start. You see Nate Webb, number 33, do a good job kicking out right here on the defensive end. So we're creating this seam right here for a running back to run through. We have Jarius Jones wrapping for any linebacker that shows up through there. And Elijah Robb is able to get a 10-yard run on our way to our, our first touchdown drive of the game. All right, And you can see any time that you get movement from the offensive line and your running back's not touched for eight yards, that's a good start. So that's a good 10-yard run on first down that, that set us up for our first touchdown. And then our last clip here, this is later in the game. We're going to have to start throwing the ball to kind of to get ourselves back into it. Uh, we got third and 10 around midfield. Um, our freshman quarterback, Hudson Holman, um, needs to throw the ball around for us a little bit. And uh, Coach Parker, offensive coordinator, calls a good call right here. So when we're looking at a formation, all right, we got to look at the box to see if we can run in the box. Um, and if we can't, we need to start figuring out where we can throw the ball. Um, so when you have five offensive linemen, all right, you can only block five guys up in the box. So right now they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys in the box. So that's going to be too, too heavy to run into. We're not going to have enough guys to block for Elijah um, if we're going to run the ball. So if they got that many guys in the box, that means there's some space out to the field that we can take advantage of. Um, Coach Park does a good job of recognizing that. We call just a, a simple hitch route right here um, by our number three, um, Hudson Curley, our number three receiver right there. And you can see we get a little bit of a play action fake from, from Hudson Elijah to pull these linebackers in. And that opens up the space right here by Hudson Curley, able to, to just sit down, find the open grass, nice easy catch, and we get upfield 
for a first down to continue that drive. So just an example of just kind of what we're looking for. We're looking for numbers in the box. If we can't run into it, you know, if they want to spread these guys out and, and defend the pass, and then we'll start looking to run. If they want to cram the box, stop our, our running back who's, who's a leader for us offensively, then we can start moving the ball around the field and, and pick up first downs, continue to drive that way. Awesome job, Coach. This is why I do the talking and the setup and let him do this part. You don't want me doing this part. Now, let's head over to Nina Howdeshell and welcome Dr. Eric Chittle to Pope Prep. Thank you, Mr. Reynolds. I'm here now with Dr. Chittle. Dr. Chittle, since you are new to Pope, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, first of all, thank you, Nina, for doing the interview. Uh, I'm from Michigan. I have nine children, Adam, Abby, Mary, Emma, Isabella, Gabriella, Juliana, Tobias, Ignatius. I was uh, been a Catholic school administrator for 25 years and um, delighted to be here with you guys. Thank you so much. And what do you see for the future of Pope Prep? More Jesus. Uh, what we want to do is kind of put our sights right on the cross and get to know him and love him and serve him more. It's an excellent academic institution, which we're going to continue getting stronger and stronger academically. But at the same time, we want Christ to kind of be over everything in our sports, in our arts, in our athletics, and in our hearts. Perfect. Thank you so much. And we're so glad you're here. Thank you. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. So Claussen Group Realtors, we're a small niche shop and um, you know we help people buy and sell their properties. We're involved with people when they buy and sell. Uh, they're not just a number. I'm a buyer specialist. All I do is help people find their next perfect home. And I'm in homes every day. Uh, if I'm not showing, then I'm previewing so I know what's out there on the market. Uh, the experience with Matt and uh, his group here at Claussen Realty was amazing. Uh, it was very much a family environment. It was very professional. It was incredible. I feel like we made friends for life. So if you need to sell a home or buy a home, uh, our website is www.colossiangrouprealtors.com. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out he's competent he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Welcome back. Uh, the next opponent does not need an introduction around here. Father Ryan, one of the biggest rivalries around here, talk a little bit about the pressures uh, that the team faces uh, when they play a rivalry game like this and a game where they've had a lot of success in recent years. Yeah, so the, you know, the, the pressure, it, it all depends on, on what perspective you take. Um, and I don't think you can just treat this like any other game. Um, and a lot of coaches will try to downplay these types of games uh, in the locker room and pregame speeches and just say, oh, it's just... Any, it's any other game, but you know, I, I kind of take the philosophy of let, let's just get the facts out there. This is this is a, a community game. Um, both Catholic communities coming together. Both kids, uh, both uh, kids on both sides of the, of the 
of the schools here know each other. They grew up with each other. Um, so it is a little bit more fun to compete against people that you've grown up with, um, families that you've known uh, for years. And so, you know, that could add a little bit of more pressure or could add a little bit more fun or, or you know, however you want to call it. So um, I, there is a little bit more to this game. Um, I don't think it's a, a pressure situation to where it needs to be where, where kids will freeze up. Um, you know, we try to get them to enjoy the moment, um, enjoy the process leading up to that moment. Um, so, yeah, you could say pressure, but in, in the reality of it, I think it's I think it brings more more joy to the competitiveness than anything. And this is a game that means something to you and your family. Your dad's over at Father Ryan. Yep. You're here. We've seen him here. We've seen him there. Talk a little bit about that. And 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 if there is anything during this week that makes it tough being a, a father and a son. Um, so. Yeah, so my dad is uh, he's currently the, the, a PE teacher over at Ryan. He graduated from Ryan. My mom graduated from Ryan. Two older sisters, aunts, uncles. Um, I ended up coming here, uh, and my younger sister ended up graduating from here as well when my dad took over the, uh, the head basketball job when the school opened up. Um, and since he's gone back to Father Ryan. And, and um, you know, everyone, everyone wants to, to say, oh, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. How do you guys handle Do you guys even talk during the week or anything like that? And... You know, we, we've grown up with it. You know, I grew up supporting Father Ryan. That was the only sure. Catholic school there. That was the team I cheered for. Um, and then when I found out I was coming here, it's like, okay, well, well let's, you know, let's start putting everything into, into this place and this school. And um, so, and that's what I talk about. It, it, it adds to the game because there are flip, split families out there. There are families that have grown up and, and going to Father Ryan because that was the only co-ed Catholic high school in, in town. And and now you have these families that, um, even though parents have gone to Ryan, their kids are, are coming to Pope, and and that's what I think makes this place so special is and this game so special is because of because of those ties between both sure. communities. Well, you see it with a quarterback, JoJo Crump. Brother went to school here. Was a kid that grew up coming around here. Is it Father Ryan has a lot of friendships with mm -hmm. kids over here, so it is an interesting parallel for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, and, and you know when you have the it's it's a, it's a sibling rivalry it's it's fun to it's, mm -hmm. it's fun to beat each other, um, and you know that that just adds to the, the 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 joy of the game. And it's called the Bishop's Cup. The bishop will be here, and uh, celebrate this one way or the other. He celebrates the winning team certainly on that. When we come back, Nina Howdeshell is going to sit down with our Player of the Week, Elijah Robb. Again, thirty carries, one hundred six yards, and a touchdown. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out and he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. So Claussen Group Realtors, we're a small niche shop and um, you know we help people buy and sell their properties. We're involved with people when they buy and sell. Uh, they're not just a number. 
I'm a buyer specialist. All I do is help people find their next perfect home. And I'm in homes every day. Uh, if I'm not showing, then I'm previewing so I know what's out there on the market. Uh, the experience with Matt and uh, his group here at Clawson Realty was amazing. Uh, it was very much a family environment. It was very professional. It, it was incredible. I feel like we made friends for life. So if you uh, need to sell a home or buy a home, uh, our website is www.colossiangrouprealtors.com. I'm here with player of the game, Elijah Robb. Elijah had 30 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Elijah, tell me a little bit about your performance last week. Um, I think I did pretty well being able to run the ball and find the holes. I think something that um, I needed to improve on was was definitely trusting my blockers. And, um, and yeah, I think the 106 yards came from just, you know, from, from practice and just being able to tr trust my technique and being able to uh, watch film. So how do you prepare during the week when you know you're going to be in a game on Friday where you're going to be carrying the ball as much as you do? Um, I think mentally uh, throughout practice, I, I practice like I play in a game, you know, make sure I take all the reps, um, running 110 percent every t every play and uh, physically, just, you know, make sure I'm hydrating Monday through Friday and uh, just making sure I'm going to my trainer every weekend, Chris, and just make sure I get my body right so I can be able to run the ball 30 times a game. Thank you. Welcome back to the Pope Prep Coaches Show. I'm Kyle Reynolds. This is Coach Brian Sneed. Coach, this week, Father Ryan, good luck against Ryan. Elijah Robb, congratulations. Hope you have another big game this week, and we will see you next week. Sounds good. Thank you, Kyle. You've been watching the Pope Prep High School Football Coaches Show with Kyle Reynolds and Pope Prep Head Football Coach Brian Sneed. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about Pope Prep High School football. The Pope Rep High School Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Clawson Group Realtors and by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.